This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1668. Four idioms to help you play by the rules in English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection, with your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Do you play by the rules or are rules meant to be broken? Everyone answers this question differently. Today, get the key vocabulary you need to discuss your opinion on this topic with a native English speaker. Before we start, a quick message from our sponsor, Indeed. Are you hiring this quarter? In our experience, it can be a grueling process if you don't have efficient tools. But finding the right candidate who adds value to your business is so incredibly important. So why not ditch the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with great candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash AEE. Just go to Indeed.com slash AEE right now. Support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D -E -E dot com slash AEE. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, Lindsay, how's it going? Hey, Aubrey, happy to have you on the show. You've been on here a little bit this week. We're glad to hang out with you. I know, so fun. I have a question for you. <laughs> okay, are ask we, away. Oh, you're ready, you're ready. All right, are <laughs> you a big rule follower? Oh my gosh, that is such a good question. To be honest, I kind of am a rule follower. So I, yeah, I have a strong sort of moral conscience. I don't like, well, I mean, obviously, like, I follow the law. And sure. most of the time, I also try to follow the rules, sure. I would say. Okay, you know? is it different if the context, like, clearly, right, we're following the law, mm -hmm. but if, if the stakes are much less important, like mm -hmm. for a game, if you're playing a game, do you always <laughs> follow the rules? Or would you ever like cheat to win? Oh my gosh. I we went <laughs> I was telling you we went sandboarding over the weekend and I did cheat. I started on one instead of zero with a countdown as we raced down the sand dune in Colorado <laughs> because I thought I was gonna lose and I needed a little heads up. But you no, know, that's just a silly fun, whatever. It's a race. Totally. Um, that's so funny because I was gonna ask if it was intentional to try and win mm -hmm. or if it was like an accident that you just it was like a false start. <laughs> But you did a little purpose. bit of both. I didn't think through it. <laughs> I wasn't completely conscious. But That's no, funny. something if I were playing a game, if I knew that people were really, really serious, they took the games very seriously, I wouldn't because that'd be embarrassing to get called out and to just, I don't know, you want to feel like you're 
you're doing the right thing. That's what I think. What do you think? Yeah, that makes sense. If you feel like it really matters to someone else, you're going Mm -hmm. to really try to follow the rules. It's Mm -hmm. I mean, it's an interesting conversation. I'm guessing that our listeners are also very interested in this because I think people fall really solidly into one camp or the other where they feel like I always follow the rules and I feel like that's super important or they're more in the camp of like, it's okay to get away with something if it's not serious, if it's a Mm -hmm. game or if it's something or maybe as for like humor right? Uh, So I'm curious. I think there are probably some listeners who are horrified that you would start that race early. And then there's a lot of (laughs) listeners who are totally fine with it. (laughs) And I think the other thing that's important is this is cultural in some ways. I think certain cultures may have different values around adhering to rules where rules are they're not relative. Like they're not, they're static. They are what they are. And I think American culture falls more into that bucket. Whereas there are other cultures that things are relative. Depends on how, you know, would you support someone? Would you lie for someone? Right? If they were a good friend, I think culturally or some people or some cultures, it's more acceptable because of your relationship to that person. You know yeah. what I mean? And I yeah. think it's very different depending on the like the the culture within a family even. Mm. So the family I grew up in we played a ton of games and we were very strict about the rules. If someone broke a rule, it would be a huge fight and know. just nobody did like we you know, we respected <laughs> it, we were very serious about it and so we expected everyone else to follow the rules and we followed the mm-hmm. rules. But then yes. when I was dating my husband, the first time I ever played games with his family, I was so surprised. We were playing Pictionary, where you're Uh drawing a picture of a word, right? So I had the word and his sister was supposed to be guessing. We -hmm. joke about this all the time because it was so funny when it happened. And, um, or no, so she's drawing this word and she keeps saying, a word over and over. And I was so confused what she was saying. And then, you know, the other team got it and she was like, why didn't you guess it? I kept saying it. And we were laughing so hard because I would never have expected her to say the word out loud because she was Uh, supposed to draw it and I was supposed uh, to guess. And it turned out with their family, it was very much just like for fun and joking. And if you could get away with something, it was funny. Like no one would ever be upset by that. That's so interesting. I was shocked. That was so different than how I grew up playing games, right? So even the culture within a family in the same country. It can be very different. Yeah. I mean, culture means a lot of things. It's really not just country. It's so narrow to think of it as country. It's family, it's neighborhood, it's age, it's generation, right? Gender. It's all these different things. Yeah, 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 yeah. So in today's episode, we're giving you guys the vocabulary to actually have this conversation with a native speaker. What an interesting conversation you could have with a native speaker about your own culture. Are rules static and meant not to be broken or are they meant to be broken? Your own personal culture, your family, all this good stuff right, Aubrey? Yes. And I think it's a really good conversation to have with coworkers, with friends, Mm -hmm. because if you're coming from very different places and don't realize this could potentially lead to real problems. So Mm -hmm. I think it's good to be aware of of how it is for someone else based on how they were raised, their culture to know, you know, do you need to follow the rules and how strictly could you break one for humor or if it's not such a big deal or would you always need to be strict? I think it's good to find out. Yeah, it's so good. So good. So guys, we have a couple of vocabulary phrases for you today. Let's start with the first one. The first one is by the book. Well, what book are we talking about here? Yeah, what just the, the rule book in general, right? Okay. So if you're playing a game, every game is going to have a rule book. Mm-hmm. But this is idiomatic. If we're talking about like if we're at work and we say, all right, we need to do this by the book, then yeah. it's sort of a 
general rule book that isn't actually written. It's just sort of the rules that are unwritten that everyone understands. Right. So this is not an actual book. I mean, sometimes companies have like a, what do you call that? Kind of a guide. Like a, they do have yeah, a like guide. A the policy is yeah. a handbook, right? But it's not that book. It's the book. It's more It's more broad. It's more idiomatic. So let's give a, a quick example here, Aubrey. Um, okay. So are we done? Hang on a sec. I want to make sure we do everything by the book. Yeah. yeah. And this doesn't mean there's an actual book that you're going to go look in. It's more like, <laughs> I want to double check and make sure we've done all of this according to expectations that we both understand. Yeah, that's important for our listeners to know, because you're going to be looking around for an actual book. There is no actual book, guys. <laughs> all right. Exactly. All right. Hey, guys, the best way to go deeper with this podcast is to use the app when you listen. The app is the only place where you can see the vocabulary words that we have curated for you that will make you fluent and save them to study later. Plus, you see the transcripts while you listen. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash app to get these features only inside the app. Allearsenglish.com forward slash app. If you know me, you know that I value healthy eating. I always feel better when I eat well. That's why I think Factor is great for busy professionals who also value healthy food. Factor provides ready-to-eat meals right to your door. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Cost is an issue these days when it comes to buying food, but Factor is less expensive than takeout. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash B-A-E-E 50 and use code B-A-E-E 5-0 to get 50% off. That's code B-A-E-E 5-0 at F-A-C-T-O-R-M-E-A-L-S dot com slash B-A-E-E 5-0 to get 50% off. All right. So the next one, I like this one. What, what is it, Aubrey? Play by the rules. So yeah. this is a little bit more general rules. Um, for It sounds a little bit childish. Like if kids are mm. playing a child, uh, you know, childhood game, you're like, okay, everybody play by the rules. But we mm. also use this um, at work in business English. Be like, all right, everybody yeah. play by the rules here. If, for example, someone's taking too long speaking in a meeting, like during mm. the agenda, I could see that and be like, all right, you know, let's play by the rules. Right, right. It's this concept of culture, an unwritten set of rules. You know, it's even right. the way you interact with whatever, with your superiors, right? There's an unwritten set of rules that everyone knows and you have to play by those rules to be part of that work culture. Right? Exactly. Yeah. And mm -hmm. a lot for sports too. for the average sport, there's just sort mm -hmm. of an 
uh, understood set of rules that everyone has to follow, especially if there's not a referee. My son's playing flag football right now and there's no referee. So just the teams have to kind of understand the rules and call it for Uh, each other. And yeah, if a kid tries, you know, if a kid isn't playing by the rules, then somebody else has to let them know because there's no umpire, no referee to to let them know. Interesting. Interesting. So that's the literal rules. And then so we're talking about rules on on two different levels, right? Literally and figuratively. So cool. Um, Okay, so what would be a role play for this? Okay, so okay, Lindsay, I see that you just looked at your card. Come on, play by the rules. Oh, sorry, you caught me. (laughs) This is more literal, like the rules of a game, right? If I see you cheating, I can say, all right, play by the rules, Lindsay. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. I love it. And then the next one is just follow the rules. right? And and I asked you, I think in the beginning, or we asked each other, do you follow the rules, right? Exactly, right? It makes me think of the expression, rules are meant to be broken, which some people (laughs) I think really adhere to that. Like, okay, there's rules, but I'm going to see what I can get away with, right? Yeah, that's why I'm excited. we, we, We want you guys to come back to our blog. This is episode 1668. And let us know what kind of person you are, right? We really want to know everyone's different in this way, right? So quick role play here. Okay, yeah, Yeah, let's do it. You go ahead and start. Okay. All right. So we want to get this right. We have to follow the rules. Yes, we don't want to make any mistakes this time. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. I could Um, see this at school if you're doing like a group assignment. And you had, you know, there was some kind of rules that the instructor had set out, and Mm -hmm. you accidentally hadn't followed them or intentionally and got a low score. The next time you'd be like, all right, we got to follow the rules this time. Oh my gosh, completely. You have to, and sometimes you really have to read in business. If you're signing a contract, make sure you read the rules in the contract, mm. right? That, that kind of freaks me out sometimes when I sign a contract and I, I have to, I'm not a very detail oriented person, right? But if I'm signing something, I have to make sure I understand every little thing that's expected of me. And so I have to go through it with a fine tooth comb. Right. Oh, that's a good expression. The fine tooth comb. Mm-hmm. I seriously, the worst is if you are signing a rental contract or mm-hmm. like a mortgage agreement because it's uh-huh. a stack of papers, <laughs> two feet thick. Like, is anyone really yes. going to read those word for word? I'm not. Uh, yeah, I've had this conversation <laughs> very recently because we are looking to, like I said before, looking to buy a house and it, we go away every weekend. So we end up getting <sighs> these we put bids on a house almost every weekend. So we end up signing these contracts on the road at a brewery in the sun on our phones. And I, <laughs> it's like we're making the biggest decision of our lives at a, you know, we're not on the internet. We're not at home. It's kind of scary. <laughs> well, it's really interesting. This, I think, goes back to these expressions because when we're signing that type of contract, we're sort of, uh, we're sort of, expecting everyone else in that field, in the real real estate field, to be following by the same rules, right? If right. everyone's doing everything by the book, then all of those contracts are very similar, very yeah, general, right. and you understand Template. that there's mm-hmm. nothing crazy written in there and you're signing away the life of your firstborn child or something. <laughs> Basically, yeah. No, it's so true. So you have to kind of trust, but then sometimes not everyone is playing by the rules. So I don't know. We got to watch that, out for these things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have one bonus for our listeners, Aubrey, before we finish up here. And I mentioned it earlier. What is it? Yeah, for something to be an unwritten rule. So this Mm -hmm. is a rule that isn't written down, doesn't need to be written. Everyone sort of understands it. So like, what were the unwritten rules in your family growing up, Lindsay? Oh, that's a great question. I think there was definitely a respect, an unwritten rule of respect. Mm. There wasn't a lot of face-to-face 
argument. It was a very, a little bit of a passive aggressive environment, I'm going to okay. say. <laughs> if I have to really be honest with all of our listeners. I have um, a good unwritten rule yeah. that we had growing up. We had chickens. We had this chicken coop with lots of chickens. And mm-hmm. we took turns each week feeding the chickens. We called it chicken mm-hmm. chores. And oh. if my dad went out and saw that the chickens hadn't been fed, then mm-hmm. you missed dinner. And that was, it wasn't written oh down gosh. anywhere, but everyone knew you didn't get to Every, eat. If everyone you, missed dinner if, if one no, person No, the person who okay. was in charge of feeding okay. the chickens, right? Okay. So that person would just be sent to their room without oh. dinner. Because if you're going to let the chickens starve, you shouldn't be able to eat. But I have this oh. really funny memory of one night that I forgot to feed the chickens. So I wasn't allowed to eat dinner. And I was so hungry. I went out into our garden and I was eating raw green beans out of the <laughs> garden. <laughs> so that's oh so funny. God, I thought you were going to say you ate the chicken. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Just oh, plucking it in the field. <laughs> oh god, awful thought. Yeah, so wow. And how many times did this happen to you that you didn't get dinner? That was the only time I remember because I okay. think I remember I think it happened once to each of us because okay. if that happened once, then you're like, okay, I'm gonna make sure to feed the chicken. So it was very motivational. <laughs> ah, you do learn these lessons, don't you? Right? If you break an unwritten rule, how we learn these really well. Um, do we have a quick role play for this one? Uh, do we? I don't know. I think, I think we, we have do, a couple actually. of interesting. Oh, yes, we do for yeah. unwritten rule. Okay, I'll start it. <laughs> you're right. Okay. Okay. Can we turn it in Tuesday? I feel like it's kind of an unwritten rule that we need to finish by Mondays. Oh, mm. that's a really good one. If you think about um, dates that things are due, often it is unwritten. Like a teacher might say, mm. you know, oh, everything's turned in Monday and you just have to remember that it might not be written in a syllabus. Even people just understand. Right. And that's why we have to be very tuned into the culture. It comes back to the expression, read the room, like understand what's being, mm. what's not being said, but what's being implied by things. And this can be really hard when we cross cultures. Yeah, that's true. And for work, I think everyone has a lot of unwritten rules at every workplace. And then if you switch to a different job, it's going to be a whole new set of unwritten rules. And you just have Mm -hmm. to get to know colleagues and ask, make sure you're part of that company culture to find out what all those unwritten rules are. Exactly. And then if you're if you're working abroad, it's a whole other layer in terms of culture. I mean, I think about my time in Japan, and there were so many unwritten rules, which I tried to study um, Mm. before I moved there, but I inevitably broke some of them. And it's hard. Sometimes we have to learn these lessons as we go. Right. Yeah, sometimes the school of hard knocks, right? School Where we make knocks. a mistake and then realize what we did wrong and, and we'll do better next time. Like forgetting to feed the chickens. I learned that <laughs> through the school of hard knocks. <laughs> <laughs> so what's a takeaway for our listeners today, Aubrey? What would you say? Yeah, so we've been talking about keeping rules and you know, maybe we could do a follow-up about breaking rules. <laughs> but yeah. definitely just that the value of rules may be different in different cultures. It's a really interesting topic, a lot of useful phrases here. So practice using these. You can use them at work and with friends because everyone everyone understands what you mean when you say, okay, we've got an unwritten rule here. We got to do this by the book. Exactly. And and open this up as a conversation topic, guys. Now that you have the vocab, open it up with a native speaker friend or with someone else learning English and talk about it because you're going to see that it is different across cultures. All over the world, we have a different idea about rules. Uh, are they are they meant to be broken or are they meant to be followed, right? So yes. go into it. This could be a really cool way to connect, I think. Yeah, exactly. A lot of great vocab in this episode. So guys, make sure you have the app. You can get it mm-hmm. at allearsenglish.com slash app. So you can yes. save all this vocab in your personal power vocabulary list. Follow along on the transcripts. It's the best mm-hmm. way to listen to a podcast. Awesome. I love it. Aubrey, I'll see you next time. Take care. All right. See ya. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.